It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Make It a Habit. And our scripture reference is taken from Psalm 119, verses 97 through 104. As always, may the Lord add His blessing to the reading and hearing of His Holy Word. Lately, I've been reading a lot about habits. In particular, what are habits? What makes a habit stick? And even why habits can be difficult to create. What's been interesting is my habit reading has spanned several fields of work. For example, your habits benefit technology companies. So they spend money, good money, to understand how to get you to form habits that involve their products. Have you ever signed up for a free service? Most of us have. After a while of using the service, you might get a message about an upgrade option. Since you've come to rely on the service, you're more willing to consider paying. Why? Because the company got you to make using their product a habit. Likewise, don't think the world's addiction to social media happened by chance. Those notifications aren't only to keep you informed. Social media companies want you to know about what your family and friends are doing. But notifications help you establish the habit of checking every few minutes, too. There are other examples besides the last few I'll offer you, but I'll let you look for those. Consider it your homework for the week. Have you thought about how habits influence your walk with God? You'd benefit if you did. I know there's a danger in pairing faith with habits. When we're not careful, habits can morph into legalism. They can also become more mechanical things we do. If you know the danger, you are more apt to keep that from happening. Habits are an important element to growing in faith. You could say attending a Sunday morning worship gathering is a habit for me. I haven't missed worshiping with the church on Sundays in more than 20 years. (laughs) No one's ever accused me of being rote. Quite the opposite. As much as attending worship is a habit, it's a part of who I am. It's a constant way I live out my devotion to God and my community of faith. There were times early on I could have missed going to church on Sunday, but I didn't. And now, the most boring sermon in the world wouldn't keep me from going. One of my children was born early, early on a Sunday morning. I was a bit late to worship that day, but I was there. I had to thank God with my church for the new blessing in our family. Of course, I didn't have the laborious part of bringing a life into the world, but you get my point. What about prayer? I could say much the same as my worship experience. Bible reading? Yes, they are all expressions of faith and hope and love, but they're also habitual expressions of faith and hope and love. Let's highlight Bible reading. I don't mean to elevate one habit over others. There's no hierarchical setting between reading the Bible, praying, and attending worship. 
Also, there are other habitual expressions to consider. In fact, consider how each one impacts the others. They're all connected. They all relate to each other. The psalmist once said, Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all day long. If I'm thinking of the Bible all day long, isn't that going to influence what I pray about? How I worship? What actions I prioritize? Even what else I think about? Consider creating the habit of daily Bible reading. It has lasting impacts on your entire life. If it's not a habit, start slow. If it's already a habit, make sure you're still learning like the psalmist to meditate on what you've read all day long. We often think habits are bad. We have to kick bad habits. That's true. But habits are also good. The habit of hearing God's voice through scripture every day is a habit that will change your life. Stay blessed.